I'm Bethy Hungerford, and you're listening to Friends with Recipes, the podcast featuring your favorite people and their favorite recipes. Today's show brought us to Harrow in northwest London, which is the home of today's guest, Kat Sims. Kat is the hilariously honest woman behind the blog and Instagram account, Not So Smug Now, and founding member of creative marketing agency, Hustle & Fox. I arrived to Kat's house on a sunny October afternoon. Kat's house with its bubblegum pink door stands out on a street of otherwise mostly grey houses, which, incidentally, is not a bad comparison to describe Kat herself. Right, so I'm getting the mints out. I'm, get, I'm doing sh- shed loads. <laughs> so this is uh, you. This is you editing. This is me edit, self-editing. Okay. I'm doing shed loads because we have... Holy an, moly. But we have an old lady who lives across the street that we cook food for sometimes. And we take Aww. shopping things. So I'm going to do That's extra okay. little bits for her. Okay. In like individual ramekins. Okay, so you've got five, 400... So this is all beef. It's all beef. Okay, hold because on, hold it's on. a cottage pie. It's not a shepherd's pie. It, what? So what's the difference? So shepherd's pie is made from lamb's mints, and that's the only difference. Yeah, because shepherds look after lambs. I mean, there's a question, <laughs> right? There's a question as to how well they're looking after their lambs if they're putting them in a pie. But essentially, that's that's the difference. Okay, can you tell us? Can you set the scene here? Where? Are we? Tell me about your kitchen. So we're in a kitchen, my kitchen, which um, we've been here now for nearly two years. And this is the first kitchen I've had in my entire life that I've been able to fit a nice big table in. Yeah, that's beautiful. And that has more than two cupboards. Nice, because this is this is quite a big kitchen for London. This is spacious. Yeah, no, we're really lucky. It is a nice big kitchen. It's kind of awkward the way it's laid out, but it's great. And I love being able to have everybody around the table. And that has always been my dream. So now that I can do that, yeah, this is like my happy place in the this house. This is grown up cat. Grown up place. So I'm getting this out of the fridge, which is a what big is cheat. Are we allowed to cheat? I, I have never made my own beef stock. I only ever buy it or use great. cubes. Have you used this? Yeah. It's no, I brilliant. usually get their chicken stock. This it's is so good. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's in a, what would you call this, in a bag? Stock in a bag? Ready-made stock in a bag. It's the Waitrose one, and it's, it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, I don't think that's... it's not too salty. I don't think that's cheating. I love... What about pie crust, though? Do you make your own pie crust, I or do you... I never make my own pie crust. I, I... And that's not cheating, either. Do we just need to stop beating ourselves up about that stuff? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I think the more people talk about it, the more normal it becomes. But who do we know that would actually make their own pie crust? Honestly, I thought you. No. Great. Not me. Well, now I feel better about my life. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Um, right, and this is the only knife in my house that's sharp. Is it? Yeah. Also, how do you cut your onions? Uh, I... Do you cry? Nope. I don't cry either. No, actually, I do cry. Oh. I was going to say, no, I don't do it. Do you like want a you tip? Did. What? An onion no-cry tip. Okay, tell me. So slice it in half like that. Uh-huh. All the juices are in this end where it's green. Uh-huh. So if you cut from that end, you don't cry. No. That's where I'm at. Okay, well, let me come right up to it and see if I'm going to cry. Because okay. I always start crying when I cut an onion. Okay, I mean, look, the juices come up quite high here. But honestly... Oh, it's starting to get my eye. 
Maybe you're just a little weak. I'm just, oh, I was going to say sensitive. <laughs> sensitive is probably better. Um, but yeah, no, I never cry. My dad used to do this thing where he, he was convinced that if you cut onions underwater, like if you filled the sink that. and cut onions underwater, that you didn't cry, which is true, but, then, but you do slice your fingers off. So, <laughs> you know, it's got to weigh, you've got to weigh what's important. Yeah. Actually sliced onions or fingers. Are you doing this one too? Yes. Uh, yes, I am. Will you lift the lid off that so I can just pop some? I don't know. Anybody, does anybody actually measure oil anymore? I don't think so. No. On the blog, I always just say oil. There she is. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm kind of a pretty rough and ready cook. That's fine. I think you cook like you, like your mum used to cook. I think you inherit that. My mum didn't really cook. <laughs> so did you learn to cook from your mum then? Yeah, definitely. And I think that my mum, I cook what my mum's really good at. So like these kind of cottage pies, shepherd's pies, a roast meal, yeah. all of that I can do really well. Things like curries and stuff that my mum never, ever cooked. Yeah. Um, I'm really, really bad at But Jimmy's great at that, and he does all of that sort of stuff. Does he? Yeah, cooks his own bread, does curries from scratch. And like you don't do bread? Using a pestle and mortar. Yeah. Like, for that's the curry. Okay, now I'm crying a little bit. Okay. <laughs> from the onion, not from the dough. It's a dodgy onion. onion. <laughs> um, so did your mom like teach you how to cook or was it more like you were in the kitchen while she was cooking? Yeah, no, definitely that. I think when I went to university, she gave me, she taught me how to do good scrambled eggs. Okay, and how do you do good scrambled eggs? So good scrambled eggs, like do as little as possible. She's like just a knob of butter in the um, saucepan, crack your eggs in, don't whisk them up beforehand, crack them in and then just slow heat, just mix them. No mix milk? Them, mix them. No milk, no, like salt and pepper. Yeah. But nothing and else. And knob of Go butter. heavy on the butter. Yeah. They're the best. Okay. Honestly, they're really good. So she taught me that and a spaghetti bolognese. And she thought that would set me up for being a student for four years. And she wasn't wrong. So I was thinking about this about cooking. And I think I love cooking and I love the idea of it. But when you're a mum and you end up having to cook three times a day. Yeah, no, it's not possible. Especially when you really take the effort to cook yeah. and then they just use it to decorate the walls. Mm -hmm. You just think, oh, that's not fun. It's not no. fun anymore. So I think that being a mum has sometime, somehow taken the shine off it, but when I yeah. do get to cook and cook properly, I really enjoy it. Okay, so what, have you, what are you doing? Tell us where Literally, you are. Literally, just dice some onions. I'm, I'm, it's actually a little high. Just on a really low heat, just sweat them off. Um, the thing I kind of have realized as I've got older is the slower you cook stuff, the better. Yeah. I think when you first start, you put everything on a really high heat and yep. just kind of hope Lay for the best. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I feel like now, the slower you cook things, the better it goes. The more flavor Ooh. comes out. So just pop some mints. I'm just getting this ready. There is a lot of mints here. I don't know actually if I'm going to use it all. Yeah, that's, she's got four packages. There are four packages of mints. So that's like two pounds of meat. Yeah. I mean, you never know. Like, this is one of those great things that you can cook loads of and freeze it. So you're not using a recipe. You are, you are just kind of going with it. I never use a recipe. For anything. I mean, if I'm doing something I've never done before and I see a recipe, then yes. But generally, I stick to what I know. Really? Yeah. I, you know what? Those are the most enjoyable meals to cook, though. Yeah, because I, I, I find following a recipe quite stressful. Yeah. Like when you're like, 
oh my god, I haven't done that, and now I need to put that in, yeah. and you're like, unless you're fully prepared, it yeah. can be quite like stressful. So I just kind of mooch along, and so is it different every time, or are you generally? It's generally pretty consistent. Pretty consistent. I mean, this is one of the old favorites, so you know. So do you make this for dinner during yeah. the week? Yeah. So I'll make this, or I tend to make this on like a Sunday evening, and I'll make a few, and I'll put a few small, make a few small ones, and then put some in the freezer. Yeah, and have one. And then you pull those out during the yeah. week. Put it out in the morning. Pop it in the oven for twenty minutes. Yeah, because your your schedule is a bit. It can be a bit crazy because you're going into town and you're going to meetings and yeah. events in the evenings. Yeah, it's a lot. So the more I can get in the freezer, the better. And I rarely. I mean, I almost have zero opportunity to come back from the day and go right now. I'm going to cook an amazing yeah. meal from scratch. Like I don't know many mums that have that. No. So I've never seen anyone do this before. You are chopping up the I'm just mince. chopping up the mince just so that when it goes in, it's just a little bit easier to kind of uh -huh. break up so it doesn't. Is that normal? Or is that just something you do? Well, I mean, define normal, Becky. <laughs> yeah. So tell us about your husband because he's quite interesting. So Jimmy is a session player. He's a bass musician. And he's session, which means that he plays for anybody who pays him. So he's not in a, we call him a bass whore. <laughs> um, he's not in a band. He'll play for kind of, so he plays with like Amy MacDonald, who's a Scottish singer-songwriter, um, George Ezra, Brian Ferry. He's done, you know, Take That. All, all sorts of people, um, when the gigs come in, he just goes. So it's really unpredictable. We never know when he's going to be home or away. Um, How much so warning does he get? Schedule-wise, like how, how soon will he know? I mean, how long's a piece of string? Sometimes it can be, can you come and do, you know, a, t a week or a couple of weeks next week? Yeah. Sometimes we'll, it'll be in the diary for ages. So you just don't, we just don't know. And it just depends on what, on what comes in and when. Um, so it's like striking that balance between who is going to be home and who's going to do what and who's responsible for what is just always really tricky. But when he's home, he's not working much? Yeah, when he's home, he's, he's pretty flexible. So when he's home, he can pretty much be around as much or as little as, as we need him. He does have a studio which he'll go and he'll do writing stuff when he's home. Mm -hmm. um, but essentially, I'm lucky that when he's home, he's home. Um, so when he's gone and you fed the kids... Yeah. What do you, do you make yourself a dinner or do you just kind of pick it, what's in the fridge and what your kids have smeared on the wall? It's 50-50. Sometimes I make myself a dinner um, and now that we've got the au pair, so there's somebody else to cook for, yeah. then I'll, nice. I do that more because cooking for yourself is exhausting. Yeah. It's not quite as fun as you want it to be. Um, so sometimes I'll do that. Most times I'll probably just like eat up the leftover chips and fish fingers yeah. and maybe have a bowl of cereal. Um, so I'm going to add, if I can find it, Liam Perrins. Americans can't say this, by the way. Worcester you can sauce? say Liam Perrins, but you can't say Worcester sauce. Well, so it's not just Worcester sauce. It's Worcestershire. Worcestershire sauce. But I think we call it does say Worcestershire sauce, but I think we call it Worcester sauce. We really? Call, yeah, we do say Worcester. So, but Americans don't know how to say Worcester. We'd say Worcester. So I have a funny or story Worcester about Worcester sauce. Worcestershire so, sauce. <laughs> there was some, um, not Americans actually, but Australians. My um, dad's first wife picked up um, hitchhiking once. Going down um, 
It's not a scary story. Oh, okay, don't. It's not, it's not like that. Um, so they picked picture of these hitchhikers and they're Australian. And she said, oh, where is it that you're going? And they said, we need to get to Luga Baruga. And she was like, what? I've never heard of Luga Baruga. Where's Luga Baruga? She's like, and they're like, no, this is where we need to go. It's Luga Baruga. Showed them on the map and it was Loughborough. <laughs> it's a true, it's a true story. Luga Baruga. Yeah, Such. so essentially it's a mismatch. Like, okay. it's, it's a survival technique. It's, it's whatever I can get down my gullet in the space of time that I've been given to do it. Okay. Are you a wine aficionado? Um, no, but I know what I like and what I don't like. I hate Chardonnay. Too oaky. Too oaky. Yeah, too oaky, and I love a Malbec. So basically, that's what we do. So I have always gotten the impression that your family is quite posh. Well, my dad is really posh. Okay. So, um, but if I told him that, he would say, don't be ridiculous, darling. <laughs> and, and he's brilliant. He's really good fun because he's really good at laughing at himself. So, for, like, if you ever give my dad a present, he will say the same thing every time. He'll open it up and he'll go, well, I'm absolutely thrilled. Oh, every time. That's so cute. But he was the one that really showed me like just this love of food. The man has never met anything he won't eat. Really? He eats super fast in massive amounts and quantities. He goes back for thirds. He's, the, he's a pleasure to feed. Apart from he can be a massive snob, so he only ever eats pasta in Italy. What? I know, he's that guy. He won't, what? Well, he will, because he comes to my house. And I was going like, to say, what does he do if he comes over for dinner and you've, and you've made pasta for dinner? I mean, he will eat it, but he'll complain a little bit about it. You know. So does he travel a lot to eat then? Well, he used to. He was in the rag trade, so he used to... So what does that mean, rag um, trade? Fashion. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't realise yeah, that. Yeah, so fashion. So he used to be a menswear agent, so he would travel all the way, like, all the way around the world to work with brands or manufacturers or all sorts of things. Um, and did he work on his... He worked for himself or for a company? For himself. You, yeah. you have just made so much more sense in my brain right now. Oh, why? Because you work for yourself and you work with And I chose of... a man who's, who works away a lot as well. Yeah. And my dad was always away. Yeah, yeah. it's when we think it's of like... clicking together. Yeah, and my mom often sits me down and will say... She'll say, like, I know how hard it is. That's nice. She will. Yeah, she That's does. That's nice to have somebody who and I know that understands. She, yeah, and I know that she, she really struggled. So yeah. I'm putting baked beans in this Okay, now. this is what I was going to ask. What's going on here? So this so, is well, my... Hold on. Before yeah. you put the beans in, you put in two bouillon cubes. Yeah. What do you call them? Bouillon cubes? Stock cubes. Stock cubes. Yeah, I put... I, I just kind of throw it in. So I put in two stock cubes and a few gravy granules because I like it to be juicy. Okay, so you, you crumpled them up in your hand and kind of yeah. sprinkled it over. And then what are gravy... I've never used gravy granules. Oh my God, it's Bisto. Like everybody will remember. If you're, any of your British listeners will remember Linda Bellingham who were all doing like the adverts and everybody would go, ah, oh, Bisto. Now, some people would question my use of baked beans in cottage pie. Okay. My mum always did it. Okay. Which is why I always do it. So baked beans, what would normally go in there? Just Nothing else. Well, I'm going to put, because I put some veg in. So I put, I tend to make this like as a one pot thing. So I don't put anything with it. I put some beans in there. And at the, at the last minute, I'll put some peas in too. Mm. My mum would also put carrots in. Oh, nice. But um, 
So does I the... think two vegetables, I think beans and some peas will probably be just about what my kids will deal with. If I put carrots in two, they would revolt. Okay. Does a normal or a traditional cottage pie, normal, does a traditional <laughs> cottage pie have baked beans? I'd say no. Or beans at all? No. Okay. So this is like... Um, but this looks nice. And This is the Sims, the not so smug now twist. Okay. Courtesy of Mama Sims. And these are just the tiny little bean tins. Yeah. So what do you... Nor do well, you only because I buy those um, because for the kids. Beans on toast. Do you, I don't think I've ever made beans on toast. Do you know that's like very, very British? Yeah, I do. Yeah, but you, you, you've been here how long now? Seven and a half years. I feel like you could pop your beans on toast, Cherry. <laughs> I think your kids might love you for it. So beans on toast, fish fingers, chicken. What, you've not done fish fingers either? Not, not, no. I mean, fish fingers are common in America as well. Um, but I mean, I have a food blog. I can't go around serving fish fingers and beans oh, on toast. So tricky, isn't it? <laughs> so not on brand for you. Not Did I brand. tell you about the time I met Captain Birdseye? Yes! Tell me about it again. I want to hear all oh about it. Because he was like really good looking, wasn't he? He was so hot. And the funny thing is, literally two months before, I'd put, <laughs> I'd like, for some reason, not noticed that they changed Captain Birdseye. Mm -hmm. And two months before, I was like, who is this new Captain Birdseye? I put him on stories with like, this guy is fit. Yes. Like, I'm, and a few choice, slightly dirty hashtags <laughs> to do with fish and fingers. Nice. Because I'm that classy. Um, anyway, so that aside, then I went to the Scummy Mummy's birthday party, I think it was, yes. wasn't it? And obviously they've been involved in Fish Finger Gate the year before. Okay, so, so recap Fish Finger Gate. I, listen, I'm probably not the best person to do it, but essentially I think what happened is Sarah Turner, the Unmanzi mum, mentioned mm -hmm. in a blog once that mm -hmm. she would be more likely to give a kid a frozen fish finger to chew on than whip up something organic yeah. she, that was the phrasing yeah anyway then there was um an article bashing insta mums in the daily mail and they decided to throw in and this frozen fish finger thing came up and it went on and on and on um about what terrible mums they were and how they were bragging about this and how that's ridiculous and but they just they kind of completely unprovoked brought up the scummy mummies and oh, like completely. a bunch of other people so it was well. i think it was the scummies um clemmy telford steph douglas um from don't buy her flowers katie from hurrah for jen and unmumsy mum it's like they were just randomly choosing insta mums to but throw in to the, the joke was on the other foot yeah in the end because essentially it they turned it around and it became one of the biggest kind of turnarounds, Birds Eye got on board with it yeah. and got them into the advertising. And obviously everybody did really, really well out of it. Anyway, so he turned up, the to new Captain Bird's Eye turned up to this party and I walked past him on the stairs and I did this like double take. And Just said, because he was fit or because you recognized him? Because it was like, it's, I was like, it's him. Yeah. And I literally did a double take and went, are you him? <laughs> He's like, I, I think so, yes. And walked off and I was like, it's him. Anyway, uh, I think it was my birthday. Oh. And somebody told July. him. July. Oh. Somebody told him. Anyway, we had pictures together and he scooped me up <gasps> and held me. And it was the best. Okay, I think we're going to have to put that picture on the, um, <laughs> on the blog post. I mean, fine. Any, any excuse <laughs> to whip that one out again. I'm okay with That's that. That's what he said. Um, okay, so now you've gotten out this beautiful 
What is that? Earthenware. Earthenware Which dish. totally isn't mine. Whose is it? It's a friend years and years ago. No, a friend years and years ago who after... No, we didn't even have children. She brought over um, a crumble in it as part of a potluck dinner. Mm. And she left it. And then she fell out with me and didn't speak to me again. So, so I win. <laughs> it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful dish. It is well a beautiful done. dish. I did really well out of that. Um, Are you, do you peel the potatoes? I do. Okay. For this, I do. Sometimes I don't. I quite like a rough mash with um, fish. Peel. Um, my brother is an urban organic farmer. You told me not to bring him up, but I didn't tell you not to bring him up. I just said, it's, 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 that's a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. Um, he, I was cooking for him in America and he saw me peeling a carrot and he was like, why would you peel a carrot? You're taking all the, like the vitamins off. I know somebody said this to me too. And I've stopped peeling carrots since then. I often eat carrots raw because they're like, I love them. I can grab yeah. them out of the fridge and eat them. They always give me hiccups. Really? Always. Is that a thing? I don't know for if you? it's a thing. It's definitely a thing for me. Yeah. Um, they always give me hiccups, but I don't peel them for myself. But I always, the kids, the kids, right? They're just, they're like little dictators. <laughs> if I gave them a carrot that wasn't peeled, they would... Throw it. Yeah. So you've just, while we were chatting, peeled and chopped... A, a massive load of potatoes. Okay. Um, so yeah, I've done that mostly because um, I'm kind of in the back of my head thinking I might give the kids bangers and mash tonight. Nice. So if um, if I've got some extra mash left over, then that's where that will go. Um, so would you eat bangers and mash with the kids, or that's yeah. that's just kid food? When it's no, it that's isn't. Delicious, no, isn't that's it? good. And and when Jimmy's away, which he is at the moment. I'm more likely to eat with the kids if it's something like bangers and mash. If I've yeah. done pizza and chips, I'm probably not going to eat it. I'm just yeah. let them get on with it. And also, sometimes I find when they're eating dinner, that's a really good opportunity to get on with some stuff. Yeah. Like, while they're sat there, I to can work. be here. Well, not necessarily work, but I can be here just, like, on top of the dishwasher and yeah. doing the laundry, and we can chat about the day, and I don't have to sit down and, and eat with them. But, um, but I probably will have bangers and mash with them tonight. Okay. Mm-hmm. Habito is a free online mortgage broker that takes the stress out of getting a mortgage. Whether you're buying a brand new home or want to save money on your current mortgage, Habito can help. They use cutting-edge technology to find you the best deal on the market, then manage your entire application for you, so you'll have time to think about other things, like planning the renovation of your dreams, getting inspired by Insta-worthy interiors, or simply counting the pennies you've saved. Want to sort out your mortgage after dinner as you relax with your favorite podcast? Well, they have brokers available every evening and at weekends to accommodate your schedule. Go to Habito.com to find out how much you can borrow or save all for free. That's Habito.com. Just a quick note to say that Kat was our very first recording for Friends with Recipes. I'm mentioning this because we were both about half a bottle of wine into the afternoon when we lost the sound on Kat's microphone and didn't realize it. It was a rookie mistake, both the drinking and the poor mic management. But lesson learned, and luckily my mic managed to pick Kat up well enough that you can still hear our conversation. Okay, back to Kat. What is your favorite restaurant in London? 
Because you grew up... I know this. You know when people say, what's your favorite thing? And you're like, yeah. oh my God, I'm on the spot. I can't think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maggie Jones. Okay. Um, just off High Street Ken. Okay. It's on... Um, it's actually just off Kensington Church Street, I think. And it's right at the High Street Ken end. And it's just down the alleyway. And it's the coolest restaurant I've ever been to. And what it's kind of old food? school English food. Nice. So it's all like big wooden... Um, what are those chairs that have got backs, like church chairs, pews, big wooden pews, mm -hmm. heavy wooden bleached tables, and they serve wine by the Magnum, house wine by the Magnum. Nice. So they bring you a Magnum, <gasps> they mark where it is, like they mark where, it, where you finish, and then they just charge you for what you drink. That's amazing. It's so good. They do like the best cauliflower cheese, and <gasps> it's my, f I, God, I, I haven't been for a couple of years. I hope it's still there. But Maggie Jones in Kensington is phenomenal. That sounds amazing. If that, if that's reminded me that I definitely want to go again. I'm going to do that. Let's let's go together. Should we all go? <gasps> yes. I don't know if a magnum of wine would be enough. <laughs> would it be enough? <laughs> so hold on. Tell me what oh, you. Sorry, just, oh, sorry, just, just chopped up a load of butter. So you drained the potatoes. Drained the potatoes. You added. Chopped up a load of butter. A ton of butter. Throw in some milk. Is this whole milk? Well, it should be, but it's not. It's okay. semi-skimmed, but. As long as you don't use skimmed, I think you're fine. That's fine. Um, and then I'm just gonna. Ooh, give it a good mash. Pound it a little. Um, <laughs> for about 20 minutes. Because it's all cooked. It's, it's just melting cooked, the so cheese. It just needs. Well, the mince has been that, so the mince needs to heat up and get all the juices going. It's just melting the cheese and like crusting it up. Yeah. A bit. Can I tell you that this is my favorite part of this podcast? I want to go through your refrigerator. Oh my God, no, I didn't know you were going to do that. I know no, you didn't. No, but I haven't cleaned and tidied. No, 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 like, no, no. I'm not going to take pictures. Listen, let me tell you what's going to happen. <laughs> You're going to open this door. Yeah, and everything's going to fall gonna out. And going to get up and walk out <laughs> because it's so old. I, and also, <laughs> do you know what? And also, this is really super frustrating because normally I'm like really anal about my fridge. I believe that about you. I truly I do. My heart's going now. Oh man. No, okay. listen, listen. Here's the thing before we open this up. Okay. What you should know mm -hmm. is that I'm not looking for things I can make fun of or say, how long has this been in your fridge? I'm really curious, like, what sauces do you have in there? What do you use them for? Okay. What is this? Where did you get this? Okay. What? Okay. Let's I'm, I'm not... the band-aid off. Yeah. One, two, two three. three. Go. <clears throat> okay. Oh, geez. This actually is way cleaner than my fridge. <laughs> I mean... This is kind of annoying. This is not Listen, bad look, at all. You like are so old funny. There's pizza there from Friday oh, stop, night. Stop. We have like Friday night pizza. This is so. actually a very, you are so ridiculous. This is a very tidy, organized fridge. You are absolutely ridiculous. But this is like, yeah. this is what happens when you live on your own. You go, I'm going to just buy loads of individual salads, shove them in a bowl at night, put some tuna on, some avocados. That sounds amazing. Throw, that's, so that's literally what I eat. I love that. Also, because I'm trying to get down, like, this is not very bopo. Okay, go for it. But you know, like, I'm heavier than I was before I had bows, so I'm like, I just want to get back to that. So there's a lot of salads going well, on. Well, I think so many of us are in that exact situation. This is not a messy fridge, cat. You are so silly. Look, there's the Gandhi's flip flop. <laughs> I think we might have to edit that out. <laughs> okay, okay, look, I'll try again. Look, there's the dreaded tofu. Yes. So does he just fry it up? So actually, I found a really good recipe, and you just like, Squish all the water out. That's the thing with tofu; it's just so wet. Yeah. Squish all the water out, um, flour, and loads of salt and pepper, and just fry it. 
and just fry it up and it's oh. really good. Salt and pepper tofu is really good. What do you do? So hot tomato chutney. Yeah, basically. What do you put that on? If you look, there's like sriracha. I love sriracha. There's, you'll find a million like spicy hot sauces. Jimmy is an addict. Like he, he'll put hot sauce on everything. But the, so the hot sauce isn't for you. It's for no, Jimmy. No, I'm not a spicy so person. This hot tomato chutney is all Jimmy. That's him. Mint sauce. What do that's you for my Sunday roast when I do lamb. I love a Sunday roast. Do you always do lamb? No, I do beef sometimes. Like I did beef this Sunday. So I'm going to put this in a slow cooker stew tonight. Uh, tomorrow morning. Nice. And that's just kind of off stew. the top of your head. Throw in what you yeah what I'm, you have yeah. Okay. What is oh some Covent Garden vegetarian soups for the au pair. Oh, for the, because she's vegetarian. vegetarian and she's, and what is this? Yogurt? Yeah. I always, do a big yogurt. So this is natural yogurt. Natural, natural Greek, Greek, Greek yogurt. Yeah. And I always, we eat loads of it. The kids eat that as well. Yeah. They're fine with that. And Jimmy's like favorite snack is in the evening. He'll always have the biggest bowl of like yogurt and frozen blueberries. Ooh. Ooh. That's his thing. Like a massive bowl. Nice. Okay. Let's look in the freezer. Oh you are so funny. This is not a messy freezer. Okay, well, that's messy. Yeah. That's, that's Jimmy. That's his, like, homemade lollipop. Um, pizza, fish cakes. So this is all standard. Kids things. Frozen stuff. Do you have anything interesting in here? Uh, What's in? What are I mean, in it depends what you define What's in there. I mean, who knows? <laughs> I genuinely have no idea what would be in this. Really? Couple. Let's see. If, sometimes we write on it. Oh, oh spagbol meat. Meatball, basic meatball bolognese. Okay. This turkey's been in here for, let's see. Obviously it's frozen, so it's fine. So that was the 4th of February. Okay, that's wild. It's <laughs> kind of a while ago. Chicken stock. Chicken stock, that's good. Yeah, but that probably isn't chicken stock, to be honest, because we haven't made chicken stock for weeks, months. <laughs> Are these herbs? Do you freeze yes, your herbs? Yes, we freeze our, uh, our so herbs. Your herbs. See, in America, herb is the name of a man. So what kind of herbs are in there? So you just chop mint. There you go. So you chop them up, you put them in the freezer, and then when you need chopped mint, you pull it out of the freezer. Yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Always I love freeze that. your herbs. And do you know what else you can freeze? What? Cheese. No. Yes. You, freeze, you can't freeze cheese. You can freeze cheese. Shut the front door. I don't do it, but apparently you can. Uh, chopped onions. When you get yes. your onions, you can just chop them all up and put them in the freezer and then use them Without That's so clever. That is definitely a cry-free way of using onions. There you go. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. listen, we're not an adventurous. We're just not that adventurous. And I wish that. Although, look, this is from Christmas. Unsmoked sweet cure orange gammon joint. That sounds delicious. To be, to be fair, it sounds delicious. Okay, where's your pantry? Where do you keep your food? <laughs> where's my pantry? <laughs> Who has a pantry these days? Like from the 14th century? Where is your? Oh, hold on. There's okay, a better yeah. name for it. Like I have a food no cupboard. Is okay, that what that's you're that's after? what I want. That's okay. what I want. So back in the real world, <laughs> outside my... of Dulwich. Oh my word! This is the look. Everything is. I know. Everything is labeled. See, this is actually. I'm feeling. I know this isn't on brand, corn. but I'm feeling super smug about it. Right? Good. <laughs> I'm because so the fridge now. and the freezer was a disaster, <laughs> but I am so smug right now. Everything is labeled. That is, kids' snacks are labeled. Micro rice, chopped tomatoes. Everything. Do you is know what? So labeled. It's like sleeping with the enemy, though, isn't it? Jimmy's like, this is sleeping with the enemy. <laughs> He's not wrong. I'm a nightmare to live with. 
I'm a nightmare to live with. So if something, if I were to put this down here, would that really bother you? I mean, it's not great. <laughs> Listen, this is the reason. Listen, don't touch my cupboard. This is the reasoning behind it. When I'm like this, I know exactly what I have and what I don't have. Yeah. So there's nothing worse than going, you know, I'm just going to do a spag bowl and coming here and looking through things. Oh, I hate I don't that. have any that chopped tomatoes. crazy. So I hate that. So this way, I can open the cupboard and go, right, I need more chopped tomatoes. Yep. I need more plain flour. I need more spinach pad. And it's, yeah. and it's easy. Um, and I just, look, I mean, this isn't the only one. This is like, look, it gets worse. The hair bubbles. Blackboard pens, sewing kit. This, these are all no, labels. Dummies. Look, bow poop fuel. <laughs> Honestly, like, because look, hair bubbles and dummies are things that no matter how many how many you buy, yes. you never ever have. Look, look, these. Yes. Every parent in the world has twelve thousand of these. Yes. Lying around. Somewhere. Kid cream, baking. What does that say? Sunscreen. Sunscreen. I cannot believe how organized. Well, I can because it's you. Honestly, yeah, it, I, I feel like. Is, I do. I am self aware enough to recognize that that is not normal. <laughs> Ooh, that's looking good. So we're just checking. Ooh, so it's just starting to brown it's on just top. Just starting to melt, and we'll just. And you like getting it nice and crispy? Yeah, it needs to be crispy. You need to have like the juices bubbling up around the edges of it. Okay. Okay, good. So, I think... Ooh, that's perfect. That's perfect! So, it's got bubbling juices. Amazing. That looks perfect. And a brown. <gasps> the only thing that worries me is that you're going to take a photo of it and it's basically a pile of beige. How do we so, make it pretty? So, well, then we plate it and then take a picture. It's hard to plate. Maybe, I don't know, maybe I can use... Hang on. Do you know what always makes a difference in a picture of food? A garnish. A garnish. A garnish. Hang on. What? I've, in a pinch, had to chop up some kale and pretend it's parsley and sprinkle it on the top, just because it makes all the difference in a photo. Oh, well, yeah. maybe we can use like some of my See, house if, plants. If we did, if we took this as is, yeah. yeah, and then just sprinkled some, you know, garnish on top, then all of a sudden it would look intentional. Okay, so garnish. Garnish. What, do, what about? Um, really? Oh, look. What is this? That's mint. This? That's basil. Oh, it's basil. See, that's how good it's prepared. <laughs> oh, it's basil. I, I know. Maybe let's put, we'll put some basil on it. Yeah, beautiful. Do you want to do the garnish? Because I feel like that's your... I am not a chef, and I am not a stylist. You're better have, than me. I do have I can't, practice. I, I've literally never styled a food in my life. A food. Let's plate it, and then put some really garnish. I'm about plating it, though, because it's just going to, like... Look delicious. Sag into a pile of saggy, saggy, sag, sag. <laughs> is that what you call this? Saggy, 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 saggy sag, 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 sag. That's what it's called from now on. Let me think of a way to try and make this look. Do you have some sort of kind of bowl plate? I'm going to have to do some fucking peas, aren't I? Do some fucking peas. Okay, I'm digging through your drawers. Not in a dirty way. And they're not labeled. <gasps> okay, how do you normally do this? You just kind of cut yeah. in? I mean, it's not pretty food, but it's... No, it... It Delicious is pretty. That is like. Food. Let's see if there's a crunch when I cut into it. Oh, go ahead and pour the peas. Okay. Okay, so I'm cutting in. It should be nice and juicy. Make sure you get like a lot of everything. Oh, this smells. Oh my goodness. 
Does it smell good? It smells delish. Oh, that smells so good. Can I tell you, it smells... Does it smell good? It smells, like, and I mean this in the best way possible, it smells like McDonald's. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to laugh or cry. <laughs> okay, I'm going in. I'm worried, we've been photographing it, so you have to accept it's going to probably be a little cold. Fine. <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay, oh my, God, my mouth is watering. literally really nervous. <laughs> You gotta get some cheesy bits in there as well, I think. No, it's delicious. Is it? It is, there's so much flavor. <gasps> and I'm gonna get some yeah. cheesy bit. Do you know so, I don't think it, it doesn't actually need any salt. <gasps> Look at that. It's perfect. <laughs> love that. Mm. Is it good? I love it. It's so delicious. And I love that you can just toss stuff in and it comes out delicious. Yeah, and you can put the peas in there, you can put carrots in there, you can put it all on or in the side, or on the side, it's up to you. I love it. Well done. You're welcome. Thanks You're for coming. Thanks for having me. <laughs> you can get Kat's recipe for cottage pie by going to friendswithrecipes.org, and Kat can be found on Instagram as notsosmugnow. You can find this podcast on Instagram as Friends with Recipes. Please share, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast as it makes a real difference and is very much appreciated. Thanks again to our sponsor, Habito, the free online mortgage broker that makes getting a mortgage stress-free and simple. Applying for a mortgage doesn't have to be difficult. Go to Habito.com to find the best deal and see how much you could borrow or save. And lastly, a big thanks to Kat Sims for being on the show. Kat was actually our first guest that we recorded for the show. I wasn't sure if she would be up for it initially, but she was quick to agree, insisting, Well, I'm absolutely thrilled. And we were thrilled to have you, Kat. Tune in next week for another episode of Friends with Recipes. See you then! <laughs>